Welcome, welcome everybody to another Thursday night, slightly unqualified podcast. It's good to have you guys here. How's everyone's week been? You want me to go first? Either one. I don't care. Oh man, I've been dealing with this massive, massive migraine for a little, since since probably about Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday, uh, dude. Yeah, on a Tuesday, I've been dealing with it, dude. Just right here. I don't Is know it if one it's of those just that, like blocks your vision too, or you get like yeah, like spots? it hurts. Yeah, it, like hurts <sighs> right here. Dude, I, I don't know those. if it's that the fact that Matt's been at my house so much, or if it's just not. You know, the weather finally getting to me, but man, I'm hurting. But yeah, I will go forward and we will get through this together. Yeah, I feel like there's been so much sickness just around everywhere. Like, oh, man. the last like three weeks, my kids have just all been passing it around just, either just like rashes, fever, snotty nose, and then the rain, no cough. Rain. Freaking Satan cough. Dude, coming from like the deepest part of my body, just you know what I mean? I'm never doing that again in camera, but whatever. (laughs) What about you, Matt? You've been good? You're fine? Healthy? Strong? Beautiful? Loved? Need a hug? Was it just Tech Matt Day? Can I speak? (laughs) Jesus. Uh, So I'm in charge tonight. So we are all doomed. That's a never mind. Uh, I mean, it was good. Busy work week. Uh, that's my only highlight I <laughs> have this week. Uh, <clears throat> nothing, huh? Nothing sticks out. I haven't watched Tulsa King the last like three days. So that's me not, that's not I've been good. busy working, busy with my son. Uh, and then I started playing FIFA again. So, but I haven't really played games that much either. Really, yeah, dude, me neither. This oh. week's been dry. Actually, I take that back. I played a little bit of Breath of the Wild last night to kind of get in the Tears of the Kingdom vibes. 50 days. I think we got 50 days left. Oh, to the new one drops? Mm-hmm. Nice, man. There's a game I saw, any developed game, that is animation style similar to, like, Breath of the Wild and mm-hmm. the new one coming out. And they're saying it's almost better than... Wow. Like... The Zelda game, mm-hmm. so I might try it and play it. But uh, there's another game I saw too where um, it was like a snippet of like a, a concept. I don't know if he actually made the game yet or not, but it's like a developer on TikTok. And he, um, it was cool, like he was like fighting these guys like in the streets, like streets of New York, like modern day. Mm-hmm. But then, like, he hit like a button and it transformed the entire fight and the entire world and everything in his hands, like ancient Rome. Mm. And then he did oh, it again, and, it, and he traversed him through to, like, um, I don't know, pick a different time period, like the Renaissance. It's just wild, dude. dude really indie, cool. games, indie games are the best. Just, like, the stuff that they're, like, not afraid to throw and see if it sticks at the wall. Yeah. yeah. Like, we'll talk about this just for a little bit, just because I like this, this where this is going. But I saw this, this concept of a game where, and I don't know if you know this about me, Stephen, but I love, like, survival games. Um I just I think they're fun. It's funny. Like wait, 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 like like survival, time. like like Minecraft or like a seven days to die kind of games. Like uh, similar like, to like Minecraft, but a little bit more like just like survival. PvE. If there's PvP in there too, I'm okay with that as well. 
but okay, gotcha. This one, and just, uh, just, just so he's aware as well, some context of this whole situation, he refused to play Minecraft with me for about four years straight. I, I think he I, had to buy it for me. I finally got, it. I got him on it, and so before Sorry, I tell you, mine, maybe before I tell you mine, uh, Minecraft story. How long was your first Minecraft session? Mm, I don't know. There's, actually, it was probably like pretty solid because I think that was when we did the Disneyland server, and it was during lockdown, so mm, yeah, nobody was going anywhere. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. Created like a one to one ratio, a one to one scale ratio of Disneyland with like everything working, like the actual sounds. It was pretty yeah. dope. But God uh, was, he said, "This is." Minecraft. I said you could you could do this in Minecraft. Yeah. If you actually uh, played it, I could enough. I could not do it in Minecraft. I'm not I'm not that creative. So my boys, the ones I usually play a game with, they, they don't let me play Minecraft with them because, well, first off, let me backtrack. My first session, uh, they were like, "Yo, play Minecraft with us." It's like, no, this is stupid. Yada yada yada. I got in there, dude. We're building. Eight and a half hours later. Yeah. My wife was like, "What yeah. have you been doing?" And I was like, "Dude." I don't even know. I'm building this tiny little house, and all of a sudden, it was eight hours later. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was crazy. Also, too, I'm the worst when it comes to lava. I'll have everybody be like, Con, you don't have any gear. Hold everything. You know what I mean? Because we're all full. I'm like, cool. And I'll hit that one piece that drops me into lava, and I lose everything. Yeah, so they're like, dude, you you have the worst luck known to man. So they don't let me play. Yeah, I just do dumb things like make checkerboards with... Grass, lava, grass, lava, and then I end up falling in it and dying. And I'd be like, ah, well, yeah, that one coming. But anyways, what I was saying is back to this indie game. Um, It's basically this PVE, but the object of the game is you're on an island where a volcano is erupting. You're trying Mm. to do what you can to stop the eruption of the volcano. Uh, And that's just like a, a cool thing. Just like those scenarios. There's another desert one that's really cool. Um, Trying to remember what that one's called, but like, isn't there like Rust and all those kind of games? Like, yeah, like I never, I never so got hard. really into Rust. Uh, the rust is a little different. I feel like Rust is a little, little toxic. It's coming in, yeah, I've never played it. Pieces and stuff, but you know, those kind of things. But let's switch gears because there's a lot that I want to talk about tonight oh, regarding yeah. the Mandalorian. Uh, I, I have personally, I have some hot takes uh, that I, I'll be curious to see what you guys' thoughts are. Um, so I'm gonna throw one of them out there. You guys have seen both three episode three and four, right? Correct. Okay. So out of, out of three and four, I actually like episode three better than four. Oh yeah, hands down. Hands down. Hmm. Matt, you would say again. I you like episode, episode three, three episode four. more than episode four. Okay. <clears throat> I don't get that. That's just a hot take. I, well, would I agree say or that. disagree. Is that what you're saying? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, just what, what are your thoughts on that? Did you like episode four? So let me preface this first before you answer. So uh, I was checking IMDb, and there's a pretty big jump between what people think about episode three to episode four. Okay. I think you're a whole a whole point. I think you go from seven to like an 8.1, 8.2. So it's a pretty big jump. So not a lot of people liked the episode three. I will admit it got a little long during some of the the mid um, mid episode, but there's a lot that I kind of wanted to unpack because I think I found something that not a, yeah. lot, a lot of people talking about. So, I like episode three 
Okay, this is it's gonna this is gonna be a cop out answer, but this is my answer. Okay. Damn it. Episode three, I like it as the better Star Wars content. Episode four is the better Mandalorian episode. Okay, that's how I'll, that's how I'll say it. All right. Well, let's just throw this out there. Obviously, spoilers for episodes three and four if you haven't seen it. Um, but let's let's start in reverse chronological order. Let's start with episode four. What are your guys' thoughts on this last episode? Obviously, some of the highlights that we got. Uh, we saw another flashback to Order 66. We get to see how Grogu is rescued from the Jedi Temple. Uh, the whole arc with the, the foundling getting stolen by the giant dinosaur eagle. Um, what are you guys' thoughts? It's called the raptor, but we'll let it go. Is it called a raptor for real? Yeah, it's called the raptor. Oh, I didn't know that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought, I thought episode four, Matt nailed it right on the head with the whole, it is a perfect Mandalorian episode, but number three did do more for, uh, Star Wars. Um, I think episode four was exactly what we, what everybody wanted to see the Grogu thing. Um, the Creed, everybody kind of coming together. Uh, mm -hmm. I think they hit it right on the head with that episode. There was... I don't think there was anything that was like I could take or I, I would cut out. I thought I thought they did a great job. Uh, I wish they would have gotten into a little more detail with with um, Grogu's escape, but that's just me wanting to know everything at one time. It was yeah. I don't, I don't feel like they're done with it. I think they're gonna yeah for sure expand on it a little bit more. Uh, yeah, definitely think so. See. What are your thoughts? Oh, quiet one. See it for like episode four. Mm -hmm. Um, it's the better Mandalorian episode. I mean, what I mean by that is that this establishes the upbringing of a youngling and a foundling. Mm -hmm. Uh, it establishes that there is a rank system. He clearly states, you know, uh, to get to apprentice to be my apprentice, he must first graduate foundlings. Right. Um, I think <laughs> I think he cheated. I mean, it's not really fair to have like. Luke Skywalker train your family, and then you bring them to the other families. But yo, lessons for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, how about he's a trained in the Jedi arts, and uh, it's a clear unfair advantage here. Um, but I also think it establishes a lot for Bo-Katan. Um, a lot for Bo-Katan. Um, mm -hmm. It lasts like ten minutes. Yeah, that's gonna be the missed thing here. Is that like people are gonna focus on? Oh, Grogu is gonna become mm -hmm. this young apprentice to, but there's a, a big implication behind why Bukatan was able to see this Mythazar, uh, her wanting to wear the Mythazar, her wanting to even join mm -hmm. the way in the first place, her starting to believe in something that the Mandalorian right. way can be reestablished in that direction, and um, the big thing for me too was her clan and her was reintroduced or re-established uh, mm -hmm. as part of the Mandalore culture officially. So I think it's going to have a lot to do with her. I think they're going to, I think, I think we might see her. I think the Kara Dune of this episode of this season is her. I think we're going to see her almost yeah. every episode and she's going to be uh, a, a prominent figure uh, about the whole thing. She might, I think she could end up getting her spinoff show at the end of this. Yeah, I um, hope she does. She's, she's a great character. There's a lot that's behind her. Uh, the fact uh, that it's the voice actress too. Yeah, the only thing that really threw me off was that the 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 guy whose son got captured, mm -hmm. the guy who was like Maul, 
I don't want to say Bosnia. Paz Vizlar. Yeah, Paz Vizlar, yeah. the guy that was like super, super into the creed and everything like that. He was the first one to break it, <laughs> like when it came to his son. Like the Mandalorian way is very disciplined and very mm-hmm. structured in a way. And when you have a clear leader that has a plan, you should be listening to them. And he didn't. Um, so I don't know. There's there wasn't a ton in this episode to like. It like, was a shorter episode for sure. Yeah, there wasn't a ton to like, uh, like brag about. I guess I don't know how to say it. It was yeah. a good episode though, and it, and it established uh, it established our first look at a Mandalorian culture as a whole instead of mm-hmm. just in pieces of individuality. Mm-hmm. Shambles. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about this this Bo Katan dynamic. Do you guys feel like this is genuine that she's she's joining the covert genuinely, or do you think that's like? She's using it as a means to the end because ultimately, uh, as we all know, her goal, she wants to be the ruler of Mandalore. So do you think this is like means to the end or is she finding like her place within this Mandalorian culture that she very strongly disregarded? Um, So before episode four, I would say I think she's using the creed to um to get her way. You know what I mean? Cuz she didn't mm-hmm. say anything about seeing um the creature. She you could definitely tell her her thought process wasn't to join. She just didn't take her helmet off. You know what I right. mean? Um I don't think she wanted to join. I think she was going, oh, you know what? I'm going to get on their good side or maybe she didn't know. Uh, after watching episode four, I really think that she's kind of liking the structure, um, the way they're the way they're doing things. Because if if you remember, she's more of a warrior, she's mm-hmm. more of the badass. But she also grew up with her sister running it, where her sister was a pacifist. She mm-hmm. was easygoing. She it wasn't by the book. You know what I mean. Like her father, her father was a warrior by the book kind of guy, and I think she's seeing her father's like the upbringing of for her. That's why she was because she's such a badass in that sense. I think she's really enjoying or seeing it from now, uh, from the inside instead of from the outside, and it looks mm-hmm. like she wants this to work. That's what I'm that's what I'm taking it as in, after watching episode four. The only, thing I, the only thing I can't get my head around is why she brings up the creature and she looks like she's trying to like I, I don't know how I'm, I'm reading it just yet. I've watched it mm-hmm. twice and the first time I thought I didn't really take anything of it or, or thinking of, of anything of it but the second time it's it looked like she wanted to be like well, well this well that you know what I mean and to get some like praise well, and, and they just said this is the way you know what I mean mm-hmm. But the armorer also knows that they're going to be restored when somebody rides the creature mm-hmm. again. So I think the the armor is just like, yeah, like we know. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting that you think that. And I'm assuming, Matt, you probably have a, a similar take on it. Because I, I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like everything she's doing is calculated because that's how she's always been. There's always a, a reason. The reason she doesn't tell Din about the Mythosar is because she's afraid because he's the only one that really has challenged her and still can challenge her. 
and I think she she took it to the armorer because she wanted to see if this was still something that was believed. And so the fact that the armor was like, oh, you're lucky. You got to see that vision. She kind of took that as information like, no, I actually saw it, but that means they still believe. This is my yeah. leapfrog over Din. Um, so I, I don't know if it'll happen. I, I'm still very much on the side that I would like to see her as kind of in an antagonistic role not to mention not to like say she's going to be the the ultimate big bad of the the season but just like have that tension because i think that was one of the the best things about season's two finale was when din uh, walked in with the dark saber and she knew it and then moff gideon's over there like nope you can't you can't have it um so i like that tension uh, between the two of them i think it'll do less for her character finding a loophole than just beating Din. Yeah, but at the same time, I also think that she doesn't necessarily have to beat Din if she's got the trump card. That's my point. It's going to do less for her character to find a loophole than to just beat Din. Yeah, she's a warrior. And it's going to damage what we already know about Book of Ten. Yeah. So if she's in that mindset, why didn't she take it from from him at at any given point? What do you mean? Why hasn't she tried to take it, or why hasn't she taken it if she's a warrior who is, in my opinion, probably stronger, has more battle IQ, could probably beat him if she wanted to, mm-hmm. but hasn't? Because I don't, think I, don't know. Knows, I don't think I don't think she thinks she can beat him. You don't think she can? I don't think she thinks she can beat him. I think it's I think it's more psychological. I think I think she thinks she's the reason it all fell. Um, the fact that she's she's won the fight two times already and still has nothing. Mm-hmm. You know she's she's freed Mandalore twice. Nothing has happened. She's not the ruler. Nobody follows her. I think she I think she she has like some mental things mm. going on where she just feels like she can't. That's why she's in. She was in a castle by herself, just sitting there. Well, and the I question, think, the question that begs the question of why even go for it in the first place? Mm-hmm. Why even go for Moff Gideon in the first place if the mental thing is I don't want the dark saber, regardless? No, 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 not not that I want the dark saber. The fact that that she's failed twice in in running Mandalore, and I think she, I think I think she thinks that nobody wants to follow her, or she can't handle the pressure of running Mandalore. You know what I mean? That's why they in this episode after after when though? Because mm-hmm. if that's the set you're taking, which I, I mean it could be, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just challenging that because there's a clear motivation for her to retake that same throne in season two when we first see her. Mm-hmm. If that motivation wasn't there, or if that fear was there, how is that the breaking point? How is mm-hmm. how is her losing the saber unfairly the breaking point for her to say, "I've already failed twice. I can't try so again." So let's, let's pause she's on currently that trying again. Real quick, let's pause on that because I think this is somewhere that the show needs to go because there's still a couple of gaps. So we know that through Rebels, she's given the Darksaber by Sabine. No, 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 sorry. Sabine is given the Darksaber. Yes. And we know that the last owner of the Darksaber was Maul. But nobody really defeated Maul with the Darksaber. There was just kind of like that hand to yeah no no maul gives it to her right no she steals it she steals it yeah it's sitting there yeah she steals it so then 
we assume that Sabine, we haven't really ever seen this, gives it to Bo, which there is the prophecy or I, I don't really know what to call it, but it's like it, it's a rule or whatever. Yeah, whoever wields the dark saber without earning it curses the Mandalorians. And I think that's where Bo-Katan realized that she made her mistake, probably to Steven's point, feels some guilt for the decimation of her home world because she realized I didn't earn it. Mm -hmm. But coming back to that, shouldn't there be like, we, we need to see how Moff Gideon gets it. I feel like there's a gap between that. Uh, I mean, I think Ahsoka could, I think, I think, I think wherever the show Ahsoka leads with Sabim in it will mm -hmm. lead to that, will lead to that at some point. Mm -hmm. Or if we get a Bo-Katan spinoff, which I think I think I think legitimately it could be in the works of the way they're using their character so far, um, that'll be answered then. But it won't be answered here or now. And and no, and I nor, don't expect it to be. Nor will soon. it matter because it doesn't matter to the motivation of the characters in in the current. It doesn't matter to the motivation of Bo-Katan or or Din, so it wouldn't affect the story. It just it's more like a filler question. Why, like, for example, like Not how do they get how do they get Anakin's lightsaber in the force awakens it doesn't do anything to drive the story mm -hmm. forward but it is a question that like we have a question about so they're not going to touch on that if it doesn't drive a character's motivation forward yeah but at the same time couldn't that also be a, a reason that din has had such a hard time using the dark saber it's because, no, because book Tan uses it pretty easily when she picks it up in the first episode yeah but episode. i think i think that's because she's she's used to it like he's a brand new wielder to it that doesn't know how it's wielded. Uh, take That's it at right. first. Take take it at face value. The 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 oracle, whatever her name is, the armor mm -hmm. specifically tells Din, because you have an inner battle with yourself and you're fighting to even wield this saber, you cannot wield it. That's that 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 is just what that, it is. That, right, That's right. it. In my opinion, I take it. I take that at face value because there's not much to look into there. And Book yes, of Tan yeah. has comfortability with. Wielding the dark saber, Din doesn't want it. That's that's yeah. the thing. Din has tried to give it away willingly mm -hmm. multiple times, uh, and even told Bo-Katan three times at once, "Take it three times." And so there's a difference there of like him not clearly not wanting this mantle and the saber having a inner battle with him mm -hmm. versus like Bo-Katan clearly wanting this thing. So yes, you can use it, but should you be the ruler of Mandalore? That's this it. curse falls upon you. It's a little, mm -hmm. it's a little different. Bogotan wants to use it, therefore she can. Din clearly doesn't want to use it ever, therefore he. Yeah, can't. that's kind of how I'm taking mm -hmm. it. Yeah, he doesn't want it, and he's. Yeah, that's how I'm taking it too. That's interesting because he saves yeah. them all the time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not with yeah. that. Yeah, that's true. And I think about it. Yeah. And think, think about this way. Think about this way. The one time he used it. He 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 got captured and lost that whole battle, and then he stabbed himself in the leg with it. Remember, mm -hmm. in the first episode of last mm -hmm. season, when he, the butcher scene where he goes into there, just that was a great was, episode. Every yeah, time did his that thing within the same episode or within the same five minutes, something bad yeah. happened to him specifically where he needs rescue. Yeah. yeah. All right. So backing up a little bit, let's talk about the Order sixty six scene because. Honestly, this one just lost me. Like, it's getting out of control. I, I didn't care. Like, uh, cool, give Jar Jar Binks, Ahmed Best, his, his redemption. But 
what what really threw me and kind of like put a bad taste in my mouth for the almost almost the rest of the episode. Once they got back to the Mandalorian stuff, it it got a lot better. But I just feel like the way that they use lightsabers is just so boring. Like if you guys go back and you watch that scene, like there's nothing flashy. That it's like literally the choreography looked like they were doing the same exact move to the yeah. bullet like over and over again. And it just like seeing the clones in live action was 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 cool. Yeah, that was cool. But just like the lightsabers and just how they use them, it's like I don't understand how Disney keeps getting this wrong. See, but that's 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 kind of what I I know it sounds weird, but it's what I kind of like because it shows um it it shows a lot of those dudes who at the time Order 66 happened the Jedi were more political than they were warriors. They were mm-hmm. not, they were not dudes standing up for the, for in, injustice. Like, you know what I mean? They were dudes who had a mission there. It was political. They were the right hand of Coruscant and they, they handled things in, in a diplomatic way. That's why you also notice, like I know in the star Wars lore, the older Jedi have very, uh, they're skilled with the saber. Where if you start to look up all the way to the newer episodes or the newer movies, the fights and suck. You know what I mean? They're like, mm-hmm. this is boring because those dudes didn't have to use a saber every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think- even like what I'm talking about too is if you were to look at like the Battle of Geonosis mm-hmm. and just how there's tons of Jedi's there, just like the way they hold it, the way they deflect, there's just more like flash and flare. And then I just feel like. I don't I don't know if it's necessarily a lore thing, but yeah. it's just it seems like just the choreography doesn't have like yeah. the, the love for the, the actual fight. Yeah, I, I, I can I could definitely feel that. I didn't it didn't kind of get me on like a bad taste after seeing that. Like I really had no issue with it, you know, because I was just more stoked to see the story. Um but I do I do understand. I, I think they need to I don't understand. Like, yeah, it's like every Jedi. It's like every Jedi hits like three, four bullets, and then they die. You know what I mean? And that's like, come on, man, you're a Jedi, dude. Like, what's going on here? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, so I get, get I get what you're trying to say, but let's no. let's two things here. One, Jedi battles outside of fighting Sith have traditionally sucked. Okay, when yeah. they fight droids, it sucks. When they fight clones, it sucks. All right, be be be. Outside of the main fights in the movies, every other fight, hell, even the fight scene with Darth Vader, and I know this is old and this mm-hmm. wasn't the thing back then, but with Ben Kenobi and Darth Vader, that was that's a trash can fight, dude. Yeah. Trash can. And so every fight we see that isn't against the main antagonist of the movie, trash. Okay, so let's let's I disagree. I disagree. Let's I think there's the one, there's there's actually a couple of scenes where and this is where I think you're going to be mad at me because I know that you don't have even a, da- even down to the Battle of Geonosis, by the way. No, no, no. Trash. We're we're talking about episode one. There's the scene where they're escorting mm-hmm. Padme back to the mm-hmm. royal palace, mm-hmm. and there's that big like legion of droids. Okay. Obi Wan and Qui Gon. I think that's like really good. It's droids. Like yeah, it's droids, but it shows how powerful they are. They're deflecting. It's not. It's not a big deal. And they're just some of the coolest lightsaber work that's going on in like this five seconds. 
in, like, in okay, in that same breath, in that same exact movie, the very first thing they do when they fight those two droids is they just deflect dodge, dodge, like this the whole time and dip. So th- there's no there's no yeah, like they realize they're, they're advanced. They can't, they can't get past the shields. Like, okay, so when there's 30 clones attacking you at one time and you're not trained for clones to be attacking you at one time, outside of Ahsoka's very specific training that Anakin gives her, which mm-hmm. we see in Tales of the Jedi, which is why she was able to escape and nobody else was. That that they were overwhelmed. That's all. The, one caught off guard. Two overwhelmed. Three, mm-hmm. a clear disturbance in where the light side is being taken over by a dark side. Yeah. So there's also a shift in balance of power within the power that they use. So it it it, it all makes that whole thing makes sense to me. And their very best Jedi were not at the temple at the time when this happened. They were out and about doing other things because it was the peak of the war, pretty much. They they all knew there was a new Sith rising up because they all felt mm-hmm. it. So they, their very best guys, I mean, when Plo Koon dies, Asakura dies, all of them are not at the temple. Even when mm-hmm. Mace Windu dies, he isn't at the temple. Like, And then when they attack Yoda, where is he at? Kashyyyk. Mm-hmm. When they attack Obi-Wan the first time, he's not yeah, the that, temple. Yeah, that's a good point that, you know, you probably have, like, the, the JV or even the freshman team that's at the, the temple. Runs. When, you, when your best lightsaber person there is Jocasta New, you have runs there, pretty much. When the best person <laughs> is your librarian, it, it's a problem. But on that same breath, muted, Stephen, muted. You feel like your yeah. the choreography is still not not where it should be, or do you don't doesn't really bother you? It doesn't it bother is. me because if they're not fighting a, a Sith Lord, it does. It's not going to be impressive regardless. If there's not another lightsaber in someone else's hand, they're fighting. It's already going to be worse than Revenge of the Sith. All right. Yeah. All right. And that is now the standard, by the way. Even and we can even look at the throne room. That is a standard of people fighting without lightsabers because mm-hmm. that is a damn good scene of two lightsaber wielding individuals fighting non lightsaber wielding individuals and just looking good while they do it. Mm-hmm. So that's those are the standards for me. The standard is if it's a Jedi versus a Sith or some kind of saber on saber battle, I'm looking at Revenge of the Sith number one. And then if it's anything else outside of that, I'm looking at Throne Room because that is the epitome of non lightsaber duels. So. Mm-hmm. To me, if nothing's ever reached that height in the first place, ever, then I'm not going to expect it to anyway. And I don't put Star Wars stuff on this pedestal where, like, everything is so crazy. Like, yeah. Like, even outside of, like, Duel of the Fates, even the music is kind of, like, garbage. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like. <laughs> that Cantina band, though, that slaps. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> Get a little shimmy whenever it comes on, you know? <laughs> so let's let's talk a little bit about going uh, we're gonna go a little bit forward because i forgot to bring this up but when the the raptor gets eaten by the big croc oh yeah, yeah. what were you guys' first initial thoughts jurassic park seriously that's like what i thought <laughs> really I was like, this that's is like a clip for clip jurassic park scene. <laughs> yeah i literally said this is jurassic park you know in the <laughs> beginning funny. the first one yeah so that's like funny. in jurassic, jurassic world park. there's a pterodactyl that gets eaten the yeah. exact same way by a Mosasaurus, like, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm glad I was not the only one that, that thought that. But just it was wait, wait, hold on. Was that was it a Mythosaurus? No, it's no, that, that big croc yeah. thing, uh, that alligator looking dude from yeah. like the first episode of the season. But it's just another one because they blow that one up when that didn't kill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What is it? Uh, I think we should backtrack a little bit and talk about uh, episode three. Oh, yeah, we're going to get there. Oh, okay. Okay, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to think of the first half. First half was cool with, you know, kind of establishing the the lore 
of how the Mandalorian society works. I, I agree with you, Matt. I think that was really important. And it, it shows that there's more than just, you know, you get your armor and you're done. Like you got to earn it and you got to be able to speak. That was cool. Like I'm sure a lot of people have been asking, you know, when's Grogu getting a helmet? Why hasn't he gotten a helmet? Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's jump into episode three. So I loved episode three, dude. Episode three was really good. Like fire, sleeping. Like people are sleeping on episode three, in my opinion. Yeah, so big time. One of the first things that I want to talk about, which I literally went back and forth and made my wife watch with me, probably like fifteen times, was the end of the scene with the doctor and the girl who betrays him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm almost positive. That she is pregnant. Right? So if you go back and you watch. Oh, I know what theory you're going with with this. If you go back and you watch. They jump off the tram. She touches her stomach. Actually, no, even before that. On the tram, she with her right hand is consistently touching her stomach. Like she can't not touch her stomach. So then she falls off. They jump off. She gets up. She immediately touches her stomach. There's a couple other times she touches her stomach. And at the end, after she asks to be left alone, she unbuttons and she's touching her stomach for like way too long. And, And the camera is focused on like her hand on her stomach, but it's also showing her turn the dial up. But if you look at the shot, the main part of it is not her hand turning on it. That's like a little bit off to the side. But like the middle of the screen is her right hand on her stomach. And so if you back up, there's that part where he's given his TED talk. He's talking about combining the one DNA with the other DNA, making the mm-hmm. perfect person. <clears throat> what if that perfect person is in her? You next time you go down this rabbit hole, you need to tell us to put on our tinfoil hats. <laughs> I'm I telling you, man, I, I made my wife watch it back with me. Like, so I've heard times. this. I've heard this theory already. Someone was saying that that she's Ray's mom, or I don't she's, she's Ray's mom. mom. I don't think yeah, she's Ray's mom. This, this, well, I'm, I'm telling you the theory. I didn't yeah. come up with this. Um, every and there, there are people who are going hard in the paint for this, like really hard. That she where first off, where on where's people, this happening? YouTube, Instagram. I've there's a lot of people talking this about this theory. This theory saying that she's oh raised mom, um, and that she's or pregnant mixed. in general, yeah, or pregnant in general. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you go back and you watch it, if you go back and watch it, you're gonna be like, dang, she does touch her stomach a lot. Yeah, maybe she just has like a fetish or something. That dude touches his ear because he went through. I know, but think about it. That that is showing when he's lying. Like it's a very. You're telling me a pregnant thing. chick's gonna jump off a train going like a thousand miles an hour and be like, Ooh. she wasn't going. That was definitely they were slowing down. It was slowing down big time. Matt, would you would have jumped off that train at that speed? If I'm pregnant, yeah. <laughs> uh, never pregnant before. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> you ain't jumping off that shit if you weren't pregnant. I think it was going I mean, she's super not, fast. Like, showing her anything, but you can tell like. So where are we I'm going with you, this? What's what, what, are you, what are you trying to say? What's okay, point? so here's here's where I'm going with it. I think, <laughs> yeah, get to it because yeah, you lost me here. I, I think. I, I think they're, they are trying to correlate Grogu's DNA with Rey. I don't think she's her mother, per se. I think she could be the surrogate mother of the offspring of Palpatine. Because we know that he has a son who is Rey's dad. 
And so the ultimate goal was, and I think they probably will expand on this a little bit more, was the cloning was trying to get Palpatine back, trying to make sure that he was back, but also Force-sensitive. And then you have this donor that they think is going to work because of his experiments, but ends up being a dud, who is his dad, who then gets written off, has a child, and then is raised. And here's another reason why. Because if you think about specific abilities, she has the ability to heal, which we know Grogu had that ability to heal. She also has the ability to do the Sith Lightning, which is like Palpatine's signature move. So you have both of those things tied up pretty nicely. It's like Matt's ready just to just throw you out of a window i think i think matt is is like i don't want that to be the case but there's a lot that's like too weird are we done are we done reaching all right we're done reaching we're okay done. okay so let's get down to like what we actually the story was about okay okay right, let's let's dissect <laughs> if she's touching her stomach a lot i didn't notice it not enough to me think she's pregnant and two why this way Why this way? Why this way? Why Why do we need this specific story to happen this way? Like, why do we need to see this part? Okay. So, like, this 45 minutes that we saw that had nothing to do, for all intents purposes, of The Mandalorian. What is gonna the point of doing that There's going to be weird things I'm going to point out to you that I haven't gotten to yet. Because I knew you guys were going to look at me with conspiracy theory, uh, theory eyes. Okay. So, yeah. quick, before we get into conspiracy stuff. My quick review on this thing was it was perfect for one reason, one reason only, which is gonna which is what pisses me off what you're about to say right now, because <laughs> it's the reason what makes it so freaking amazing is that it had nothing to do with anything. I'm telling it told you. us an independent story in the Star Wars world <laughs> that is, is in a vast hold on, let me speak. It was in a vast universe. Okay. I've been begging for this for years. It's a great, wide, big universe. Tell me stories. That have nothing to do with the damn Skywalkers or their story whatsoever. And here we are. You about to point out to me that this is going to be a big old Skywalker thing. Oh, look at Ray Skywalker. Look at Palpatine. I don't, okay, I don't want to hear about it. Okay, and nor <laughs> nor do I care about it. Nor does anybody care about this being connected whatsoever. You could completely not connect the Mandalorian to the 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 sequels or whatever they're called, and be fine with it. And if they and if and, and if Favreau does this, which by the way, this would be a Favreau move, not a Kathleen Kennedy move. Because no. we know Fa we know Favreau and Filoni have control over all this because they made it very clear if they didn't, they would leave. Then I'm gonna be disgusted with both I'm Filoni and Favreau, and I'll boycott Star Wars the rest of my life. <laughs> I, 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 I felt passionate okay. about this. So let's, let's put on the tinfoil hats now. Oh, you ready? And we'll put them on. Okay. So I think there is a very big reason why we heard the Favreau I'm I'm going to leave and I think a lot of it hinges on the beginning of this season. I think Kathleen Kennedy was like, "Hey, this is what we're going to do. We got to rectify. We got to keep the sequels relevant. It has to be done with this." Yeah. And I think that she got far enough into this episode that he was finally like, you know what? I, I can't do this anymore. This is not the story I want to tell. I don't want to connect this to the sequels. And I think that's what pushed him over the edge. 
edge. Not to not to say it was just the first episode. I think it, it she's gotten a little bit deeper than we all realize. Yeah, I did. I feel and, exactly the same way. So here's another very weird thing. So while they're doing their stupid little carnival walk, yeah, the music that is playing is all the sequel trilogy music. music. Yeah, like it is trying to tie it. Like it's almost like someone is shoving it down your throat. Like okay, I'm like, but, I don't but, like okay, this okay, music. hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's take it. Let's. With that being said, take a step back. That good of a story we just saw. That's a good episode. Okay, not just a good episode. Great. That's a good Great. piece of cinema. That is not something Kathleen Kennedy would do. Nor is it something that Favreau and Filoni put their best into because they don't want the idea to shine. That is so well articulated and manipulated that. Neither one of them would do that for each other. I, I I would be shocked if we didn't find out that Kathleen Kennedy was like, this is how it's going to be. You need to make it the best you can. And they mind. put their all, all into it. And so, what came out of it was good. No. But it feels, it feels there's so much, man. So, you, so, Andrew, Andrew, do you feel like they're telling that story because – that was the story on how they're able to make clones of Snoke. Did you? That's where you're going, right? I think that's probably where they're going yeah. to get to. I, I, I do. I agree with that. I think that. Um, I, think I don't they, want to go there. To Matt's yeah, point. me either. I think um, in this was they were just showing. First off, the scene where he. This is one of my favorite scenes. It's small, tiny, but I I love this scene. Was the scene where he gets done with his TED talk. He's walking up, and he starts talking to those rich people and the other mm -hmm. politicians mm -hmm. when he had that scene, when they were talking about like, Oh, empire rebels, it's all the I'm same. Sure. Wars war, you know, we profit off mm -hmm. both regardless. I thought that scene was brilliant, dude, because it, it lays just that like minute and a half, two minutes of just that conversation laid so much down for that, that, uh, that book bloodline. I thought it was, it just, for me, it connected it. It connected so much of, of, of the lore of like the politician part of how mm. everything was going on. I, I wanted them to expand on that so bad. Like I would love to see just a star Wars show just with nothing but the political portions and, and why they're doing things because after reading bloodline, I love that they're they're kind of pushing it just a little bit because it also ties some things together with um, the doctor getting brainwashed um, because they you know they do bring it down in the episode mm -hmm. and that other people there have been brainwashed or uh, uh, brains or minds wiped it that has to do with in bloodline and I thought it was just I thought it was brilliant it, I as soon as that happened I was like oh that's so dope that they kind of foreshadow. It's all political, you know what I mean, on how everything runs and how the first order even gets started because those guys are the ones who finance the first mm -hmm. order. You know what I mean? And I thought I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, so I I like that scene too. However, it seemed very familiar to another scene that we have seen. Which and is that? It brought me back to episode eight, the casino scene. Where they specifically talk about these people sell to both the first order, they sell to the yeah re rebellion. No, not rebellion. Whatever they call themselves in the, the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
the new something or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever they, yeah, they call themselves. It, it felt very, very similar to that, to where you have these people that are in a very lucrative business, don't yeah. care about the side, which, again, for putting on the tinfoil hat, it's pointing towards the direction of the sequels. But, yeah, okay, so so we're backing up, because I know Matt's probably just, like, steaming and furious. Matt's steaming. Yeah. I, I don't want this either. But you're, you're you're making the point of one episode for something that's been consistent across the entire Mandalorian series. Clonian has not; it's not new to this episode. It's new to Mandalorians in season one. So you're saying Kathleen Kennedy since season one has said make this work in context of Snoke and Palpatine? I don't think she no. has said it specifically in this season. I think she said, "Hey, this series needs to help tie over the events to get people caught up to the sequels." Therefore. Everyone likes the show. It's going to make the sequels or yeah, the sequels more likable. This is a way that we right. can, without having to undo everything we did, we can give more background of why. Oh, yeah. everyone was really mad at the reveal of from, uh, from episode one. You're saying this, like Kathleen Kennedy in the writer's room with Favreau and Filoni said, this is going to be what this is going to be. I would imagine she probably said something to that effect. Where and she we're said, barely hey, hearing about Favreau now getting mad. Because about. I think she's tried to put her foot more and more and more no. in. Wait, are you talking about that's already one? in? You know how deep that episode is in, in the, the in the scene. Okay. Oh, okay, but that is it. It's not even being in at that point. Kathleen Kennedy literally controls the motivating factor for this entire series. At that point, yeah. that is already that uh, that alone is already enough creative power for her to have. That Favreau should say, "No, I don't want nothing to do with it because I don't have any creative power to where this can go." No, I think I think the difference is, and to your point, which is what I'm hoping, and I think that Favreau and Filoni both see an opportunity, is you have this character that can live to almost a thousand years. Let's get this character established. Let's do our due diligence to make Kathleen Kennedy happy, and then let's jump 500 years and be done with the Skywalker saga. To where you're we nuts. have a whole new character to you're build nuts. our franchise about on. You're nuts and you're no, see, crazy I, right I, now. I, I agree half with what you're saying. I do agree that they're trying to cut trying to connect the dots with Snoke. I mean, like this is the guy who almost perfected um cloning mm -hmm. and making the perfect person. He he did really good with cloning, he got real close, and now that's why there's so many snokes because they couldn't master it, like mm -hmm. they didn't master the cloning, that's why. They he kept dying and they kept re you know just making more clones of him. I think they use this separate small story to kind of tie that together. A lot of a, a lot like uh, when you want to know what happened to Darth Maul after getting cut in half. Star Wars goes, oh, you, you, you want to see that? Go watch uh, Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Oh, you want to see how he died? Go watch Rebels. So mm -hmm. now, if somebody wants to know well, who made all the Snokes. Like, where did they get this the knowledge from? Oh, go watch Mandalorian. And they're like, oh, what episode do I have to watch? Oh, just, it's on season three. So now you have someone going back and watching old Not even stuff. That. You can start from season one, season yeah, two, see, the first yeah. episode. So I don't think they're going to keep going with tying to the newer movies. It is kind of ironic that they did play all of like the battle scene was, music in the background. Oh. That was kind of weird. I noticed it because I heard the <sighs> Mandalorian theme song in the back but it's like at a weird tempo i didn't hear all the other ones until i had, until I had the second time i watched it and it was like yeah that's kind of weird but i don't think they're going to be heavily going hey 
let's tie all the next five or six episodes to the newer Star Wars movies. I just think this was like a huge Easter egg kind of drop. You know what I mean? Going, these dudes were working on it. You know I'm, what I mean? I'm telling you, I, I think that's where they're going. And I think this is what is driving Favreau insane. As he's like, this isn't the story one I want to tell. I, I don't think tell, it's the story he wants I to tell. I want to tell a new story. Stop yeah. trying to get it back to the Skywalker saga. I want, I want this to be completely separate. According to the Force Awakened novelization, Snoke was described as humanoid but not human. He was alive to watch the Empire come to power before falling to the Jedi. Your entire thing just collapsed on its head right there. <laughs> I'm telling over. you, man. It's I'm over. telling you, they're, they're gonna. It's gonna. When was that? I'd be willing to put money on it. It's in the Force Awakens novel. It doesn't matter how many people have read the novel. It's canon. That's what matters. So, there's one thing Disney cares about. It's when they write a canon, it's canon, no matter how much we hate it. Matter of fact, it's so much so. They double down on it so much that when everyone said, just get rid of the last three movies because we don't want it to be canon, they didn't yeah. do it because they believe that their stuff is the right stuff. So Therefore, that, they can't contradict their own, their own canon. I'm, I'm telling so wait, you wait, 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 wait. So what is the novel's explanation for of all the copies of Snoke? They say he is a clone. They don't say when he got cloned. The clones, the, okay, the Clone Wars happened well before the rise of the Empire. Mm-hmm. The cloning yeah. happened well before the rise of the Empire. It's mm-hmm. just he's a clone. They're not saying when he got cloned, how he got cloned. There's an established timeline, however, saying that he was alive and, mm-hmm. and lived to tell about the rise of power of the Empire and the fall to the Jedi, which means that he cannot be inside of a womb after uh What's what's it called after the return of the Jedi? So I don't think I don't think no I think he's a real person that they yeah, just I, cloned. I, I don't think that he is in the womb. I think and I I pretty sure I'm not very well versed on versed on episode nine, but I'm pretty sure that the reason they wrote that and they retconned in episode nine is because Palpatine says I am Snoke, therefore suggesting. He was there before the rise. He was there after. He was there for the, Repu- the fall of the Republic, the rise of the Empire, afterwards, because I have always been Snoke. It's me. It's my clone. He is me. And that's established. Yeah. So if it's Palpatine, it doesn't matter the time frame. But again, what I'm thinking is it, do- it doesn't necessarily have to be Palpatine. I think this is where Ray's coming from. Wait, where do you think Ray's coming from? You think, gonna think get, this is going to be Ray's lineage that somehow in 25 years there's going to be two generations of people to come that lead to Ray? No, I think that the clone in her pregnant belly is going to be a, a person that ages quickly. Oh my! And then now, the now father. you're going down. You're going down that rabbit hole. That's like see this, yeah. see this. Uh, how is that a rabbit hole? They did that the for the, the, the Django Fett clones. They all had advanced acceleration, growth acceleration. Yeah, except for the one he asked to be regular. Yeah, ex- okay, okay. Let's well, let's even okay. let's even say let's give Andrew the grace here to say what's fast and advanced in your mind, Andrew. How many years is this person a grown adult to have sex and have a kid? Give me a number. Ten years. Okay, that means we'd be fifteen. Fifteen in the Force Awakens. How old is she? 24, isn't she? 25? She's a grown adult. <laughs> no, she's a grown adult. Ray is in the womb now, probably. In The Force Awakens. I don't know if that math checks out. Yeah. Ray. 
before its awakened age. That's just see. like 24. 19 years old. Okay. What, the Mandalorian, what's... season one of The Mandalorian, by the way, season mm-hmm. one, not season three, season one is set 25 years before The Force Awakens. Therefore, Ray at 19 years old negates 19 every 25 years of the first season. Yeah, and then you could, um, you could you could give this person five years, and it still wouldn't be a viable option. So why why, um, why is it even a, Andrew? Why is it even a thing for Ray to be part of? We already know how Ray becomes like it. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't. I, we know so that Ray. Be, we know that Ray becomes because she has a dad that was a offspring of Palpatine. Palpatine, yeah, that wasn't force sensitive. Yeah. So, so why why would you why would there be a rabbit hole of of a uh, she's pregnant but with like with see it has nothing to do with Ray if it, if you tell me hey her being pregnant had nothing to do with Ray I'm I'm interested let me let me hear it but if it has something to tie in with no, Ray but I then think why 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 even be pregnant what's the point wait but let me wait like if she's if she's not it has nothing to do with Ray then the only the only two baddies in the movie or in the show are going to be uh, Moff Gideon or Palpatine. You know what I mean? That that we know Palpatine's alive. The the, the other dudes don't know except for her. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she knows that Palpatine's around. You know what I mean? Um, I don't. So who else is? There's no like. You know what I'm saying? It's it's it's. it's I don't think it has anything. Retconning poor content that wasn't planned for that they're trying to get to stick around because, like to Matt's point, they aren't going to change it. They aren't going to get rid of it, but they want to make it as coherent as possible that, oh, we had a grandmaster plan the whole time, and it was going to bank on the Mandalorian fixing the problem. Okay, but it's also it. even it's also even a rabbit hole of, of Palpatine. No, nobody knew until at least four years after the Battle of Yavin that Palpatine was alive. And he didn't reveal himself to others besides his close pupils until 10 years after. That's 10 of your 25 years still taken, regardless. There's, there is no connection right now of, of a pregnant person or anything to do with a baby outside of that baby in the womb being Ray. That's the only argument you have. I don't think it's Ray. I don't think has. I don't even think she's pregnant. But if she is, I don't think it has so I, go back it has and watch nothing. it, man. I'm, I'm it is so it weird. It's so right. weird. I believe you that it's weird. But like, I don't. You're think reaching. If she uh, is everything you're pregnant, saying, everything is you're the, saying is gonna poke holes in the plot that they that Kathleen Kane herself has already established. Because she's out not of your the mind. master at poking you're holes out of your in mind. plots. Out of your mind. I'm telling you, this is this she is sucks. what has been driving Filoni, or sorry, Favreau, insane. Is that she's trying to get it to your connect? Mind. So your I mind. do agree with you on that. I do think that that's, he, I think that's true. Just not, not the way I, you're saying it. Yeah, I I'm I tell you, it's stupid enough to, to be what she's trying to do. No, no, it isn't. Yeah, that's that was weird. Yeah, I, but I do like how they brought down that they're decommissioning like soldiers and they were do like I I thought that was so cool how they they gave us that like knowledge of. We just didn't like put all these dudes in jail. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're we're better than that. We're we're re. I'm just happy to it. see another refreshing story. That had nothing to do with the Skywalkers. 
if yeah. if if it comes down to brass tacks, what we're trying to say here is that when Skywalkers aren't involved directly in contact, great things happen. Okay, so just are, make just the make these things happen. And if you if, if in this twenty five year window, you give me in 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 our like twenty five years in Star Wars time, if in our time you give me thirty years straight of movies in between that time that have that are like this for an hour and a half to two hours, guess what? The entire fan base is on board with it. Dude, that's why I love Rogue One. Rogue One really had nothing to do with the Skywalkers. It had absolutely nothing to do with it. And it was one of the the best movies. You didn't even you saw Vader one time when he lost control like a child. Yeah. So again, just to recap, I think she's pregnant. I think it's gonna lead us into something that Filoni is like, I can't do it anymore. You want to keep going down this way? I'm out if you want to do that. I think you want me it, to tell my okay, stories. Hold on. It's got to change. This, this coming from the guy who's like, Flony would never leave no matter what happens. All right, Favreau. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Favreau. I think, you know what's more likely, Andrew? That you, maybe maybe you just didn't think about this. Maybe that she's like a, not an A tier actor. She's like a B, C tier actress. And she just is really pregnant in real life and therefore like doesn't know how to act beyond that. You can ever think about that, you, possibly. I'm That's more likely you, than what you're trying to tell me right now. The cinematic, the camera shots of where it's placed, how often it happens, somebody who's directing has to be like, just start at, start at the, the last scene where she's turning the dial up and you'll the see the scene. whole time. She, she is, she is. Maybe she had too many of those biscuits. She ate too many of them. She's had like that. I'm telling you, man, when you go back and you keep an eye out for it, you're going to be like, why is she touching her stomach the whole time? There's at least five or six Probably times. Mouth so what is the point of her? What what is the point of the of this of this story then? Because the contentious point of this story is that she turned her her back on this dude and turned up the dial. What's the? Con- She's getting rid of the person who basically put this child in her that actually completed his work. <laughs> Uh, I, I didn't take that at all. And she didn't kill him, by the way, for the record. Okay, she just erased his ability to do it again. Yeah, no, she, I think well, the memory. Yeah, I enough. think she wait. She she found out the last person, the only person who could snitch pretty much on the cloning thing, and I think she was like, "All right, I found out that he does know what he's talking about." What you know what I mean? And she just wiped him out, and now she has one less person to know the secret. You know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody said we should bet on pregnancy gate. No, because then in 30 years when it finally connects, I'm like, I told you guys, I pay told up, you. pay yeah. up. I'll be, I'll be in my, I'll be in the grave. You'll be like, I told you, you mother. F- pay up. We should, we should definitely take. All right, before we get that, then uh, let me. T- what do you think next episode? What do you think it goes? Do you think it goes back to uh, Mando, or do you think it goes back to a random story about? No, um, I think random, randoms are done. I think. Uh, I would be, I would be and maybe surprised. not so random. Maybe not so random. I think they'll connect at some point that story to the the rest of it, but not the way Andrew say. I, I think ass. I think we're gonna see her again before the season's done. I think so too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I and also think they're be gonna... bigger in the belly, and then you guys will. I think the important piece that we're missing this guy. The important piece that we're the, the important thing for me was that this person, uh, it, like who served Moff Gideon, um. Was the, like a right hand, like in like. Not even spy. she just was a communications officer. Read oh, her oh, title. Oh, oh, read clearly. her title. 
again. And who clearly is devoted you, to the Empire still to this day. Still, and yes. Okay, yes. so let me she, my point, you bum. Freaking big-headed forehead shining on my really see anything. Uh, anyways, I just think she's going to be the protagonist that says, you got Moff Gideon killed. <laughs> Therefore, the I'm, I want my vengeance. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe, maybe I, I think it'd be even good enough and cool enough to just not have an antagonist to just see this Mandalorian way and culture grow in this season. And like, maybe have like some of these off things like that pterodactyl thing or whatever, or I think it'd be better to see, it'd be, be better to see Bo-Katan be evil than this. But we're gonna see choir. this person again. I think you're preaching to the choir. No, I'm not. Look, I can Kathleen see on your. Kennedy I can see on your smug face. Already. I can see on your smug face. You're basically Andrew Kennedy at this point. I'm not. I don't. I don't advocate for her. I, Kathleen I, Shelley. No. 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 Okay. So, is there anything else that we want to go in, or have I melted you guys' brains? No, my brain is not melted. I don't believe one bit of any of that tinfoil. I hope it's wrong. I hope it's wrong. I hope it is, too. Steven could convince me that Jack Skellington was the right choice before he can convince me that that's the right (laughs) thing to happen in this story. Hey, I'll take that. I'll take that. That's a good way to leave. I sincerely hope that that's not where it's going. I just have a feeling that she's got her... Kennedy claws dug in and they're they're trying to make the sequels age well and it's a it's a reach and you're you're banking on your your biggest most profitable popular show to fix it and that's the wrong thing to do. Correct. Crazy. All yeah, right. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna say let's wait till Wednesday. Yeah, we will see. We will see. Yeah. All right, so I think that's pretty much everything we have talking about. So we can turn yeah. the time over to the game master, the yeah, one and only Matt. Check yes, you yes, owed yes, me yes. a couple of trivia questions, and then we'll do your game. I didn't do my yeah. research on that. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I thought. <laughs> didn't do it. Didn't oh, do it. Man. A man of yeah. talk. Yeah. No action. I. I can. Yeah. I honestly have been so busy. Not worrying about you that I forgot about the whole situation. Uh, so just, wait, before you go, I'm just I'm really irritated that that's now in my brain that Ray is in that stomach. Ray's I, not in the stomach. I promise. It's not Ray. It's it, not Ray. It, it's a it, it, it cannot be a generation before it, Ray. I don't know why it's it not possible. The shit out of me. It's not possible. It's, it's so you. bad. It's not possible. It's it's bad, huh? It's bad. And I love that episode. Terrible so- take. But it's like, sometimes, why are they doing this, Matt? You know how sometimes my takes are like in left field, uh, and I yeah. and I'm trying to sell it to you, and you're just like, dude, it's not happening. Yeah, that just, was a terrible. Sometimes thing. just believe face value. Marvel has got us so encapsulated with like this so deeper meaning, <laughs> even like in their own movies, right? This entire like even like Shang Chi, for example. Oh, he's gonna be beacons of Kane. We're gonna see in Ant Man and the Wasp, or we're just gonna take it at face value that we don't know what these things are. Like, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> Like, let's stop Just overthinking these go. things. Leave it at face value, and, and when things happen, no they'll happen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am your lovely, gracious, humble game master because Andrew's game last week was not worthy of first place. Second place, for sure. However, after this week's game, it'll be firmly in third place. Uh, so, gentlemen, this week, this week, me, me loving... Uh, 
my movie game. So it's another movie game because it's the, the easiest one to do usually on a podcast. So this one's called <clears> – before we get to the, what's it's called, uh, I was really upset when uh, we were going to make this like a Star Wars episode because it mostly was for like an hour talking about Star Wars. Then it wasn't the 24th. I was going to call it May the 24th be with you, you know? but uh, uh, that didn't work itself out. Anyways, um, back to the game. This is called Opposite Day, movie edition, okay? So I'm going to give you a movie title, Opposites in Completion. I'm talking every word is an opposite, Okay. okay. You're going to give me the correct movie title. I'll give you an example to start. Okay. If I say men listening, the movie is? Women speaking. Mm, close. Women, Women talk. Close. Women talking. Women talking. <laughs> that is, uh, yes. Right. Is that a real <laughs> I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's so, a terrible movie. We can go uh, one by one. I mean, I have 10... And have a tiebreaker as well, or we can just do like. So how do we get? Want to say it? Is, say it. Is, is, is there like a clue? There's no clue. Charades. It's figured there is out. There's no clue. Okay. There is. No fig- how this- about how about we do this? There are only so many opposites of a word that you can think of. How about we do this? I don't want to take over your game because it sounds like a fun game. I like what is going. Yeah. So then don't. How about that? Every other, but it's after a guess, one. the next person gets the steal. Okay. So ping pong it. Ping pong. Yeah, we're ping pong it. Yeah. All yeah. right. I need hands up, please. Because it's easy to type, you know, synonyms. And chat if you're listening, aka Ren Shelley. I know who you are. Okay. Uh all the answers. Keep 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 the fingers off the keyboard, if not uh in support of something, not the actual answer. Okay, first one. We're gonna start with Andrew since you're the game okay. game uh peasant last week. Um this first one might be easy. Okay. You human. iRobot. iRobot is correct. Andrew gets Oh, that was points. good. That was good. All right. I was like, I monster, monster you, you monster universities. All right. Uh I'm gonna try and give you one in the same same realm or not. This one is bad gals. Good guys. Close. Andrew. Good men. And Steven. Good fellas. Good fellas, it That's is. I can't remember what it was. Take it, Steven. Uh, let's go. I All thought right. I was gonna do a score list. We in this, boys. Andrew, uh-huh. a dinner separation. Breakfast club. Breakfast club is correct. <laughs> wow, dude, that's really good. The there you go. Steven, that's good. Ugly and the gentleman. Ugly and the gentleman. Uh huh. Pretty woman. Nope. Okay. Ugly in the gentleman. Ugly in the gentleman. <laughs> Ugly in the gentleman. Pretty woman was a good guess. I thought it would be pretty. That was a good guess. Yeah, it was. Oh crap! I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Man can non-masculine sneeze. Yes, Come on, don't take your chest. Can't get that in control. Okay, so say it again. Ugly gentleman. Ugly and the gentleman. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast is correct. That is the oh, point. They... What the hell? Uh, you want me to go? You want me to go? You want me to go based upon who got the point or based on who's next? Based on who's you next. Just go. 
Okay, yeah, Andrew, yeah. you're next then. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay, a little bit of a tough one, okay? You are ordinary. Wow, this is a hard one. This is this is not an easy one if you don't if you, you don't see it. You are ordinary. Yeah, but as soon as you hear what it is, you're gonna be like, ah, that makes sense. Dude, I don't. <laughs> I can see Andrew get the first two words. I know he has the first two words, but he can't figure out the third. <laughs> so he doesn't want to say the wrong third word. I know. Let's go, Andrew. See what's on your mind, man. Just let it go. Uh, okay, it so rip. so say it again. You, you are ordinary. You are ordinary. I don't know why I am special is coming to my mind, but that's not it. Incorrect. I am special. <laughs> Incorrect. I am Judy legend. Clock. I am legend is correct. Oh, dang it. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to get that. that in, I, I had that pop in my mind. I'm like, ordinary. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, I'm just uh, keeping track of score here. Um, Steven, you're up. Um Ooh. Okay, this should be this should be fairly easy. Okay, uh, see, let's uh, check it. Private, private Russia. <laughs> private Russia. Private Russia. Captain America. <laughs> Captain America is correct. <laughs> I was like, what the? F All right, and oh, you that are was in the lead, didn't it? That was a no, no. You guys, are, you guys are tied. You guys are tied. Yeah, uh, Andrew, another easy one in, in my opinion. The small, tall, big, short. The big short is correct. That's good. All right, now we get into a little bit of the more difficult ones, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. All right, let's do this, boys. <coughs> Steven, you are you up. Got. All right. Help a brother out. <laughs> Help a brother out. Okay. Uh, big Mr. Rain. This actually might be not an easy. Big Mr. Mr. Rain. Rain. Big. Like rain as like like raindrops, drip drop. <laughs> Got yeah. It. Uh, Got it. Small, big, big Mr. Rain. Tiny. <laughs> Small Miss Desert. Is that a movie? That's your, that's your guess? That's my guess. That is not correct. <laughs> Andrew, what you got? Little Miss Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine is correct. All right, these two are, are longer ones. One, two, okay. three, four. Andrew, you have five. Steven, you have three. You can catch up here with these two. Okay, just for the record. Uh, if Andrew gets even one, he wins. But we'll see, we'll keep going to the end. No, I'm and, gonna do whoever wins the last one wins. So it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? No, we the night this one. This the night the night Mars moved a lot. The day that Earth stood still. The day that Earth stood still is correct. Oh, I got that one too. That was good. That was a good one. All right, Stephen, you're up. This right, one is. I'm faced by you a little weird to say, but I'm going to say it. Oh, I hope. <clears throat> hey, somebody clip this. <laughs> yeah, no, please don't. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> some unclaimed land for little boys. <laughs> oh, no country for old men. No country for old men is correct. Yeah. 
Say that one more time. I want no. One, two, three, four. That is a four to five. That four to six. Four to six. It's close. It's close. It's close. You got one more, or is that it? That's, That's it. it. I mean, I can do one more. I yeah, do one more. Take one more first out. First person to quick. buzz it in. First person Andrew to buzz won. it in. Yeah, but first person to buzz it in. Okay. Go okay. Um. This is a good okay. one. I like this. I think of one. I gotta think of one. Um, mm, 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 mm. um living person ocean. Living person. Living person ocean. Living. <laughs> Living person. <laughs> this one, this person. one's a hard one. This one's a hard one. And it's kind of a trick one. It's not really a trick because it is the direct opposite. But the flow of words is what's going to throw you guys off, I think. Living person ocean. It's the opposite of a person. Dude, I'm stuck on the person part. What's the opposite ocean? Both you guys the one answer. Are we both are we both on dead for the first word? Yeah. Dead? Okay. I don't get dead. What the hell is the opposite yeah, of a person? I, I, the the flow of words is throwing you guys off, I think, but dead. I'm not giving you any more hands other than that. Dead. Say it again. Uh, it is living person ocean. Living person ocean. I'm gonna say, um, say it, Andrew. Let it come <laughs> off your tongue. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, have it yet. Though. The flow of oh, words. Flow of words. Dead. I I was close for a second. Dead. Soul? Soul be the opposite of a person? No, because it's not a movie. It's dead soul. I What's the opposite thinking, of an ocean? I was thinking dead people land, but that's that's not anything. Zombie land. Zombie land is correct. Yes! That zombie land? <laughs> yep. Zombie land is correct. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's why I said the floor is going to throw you off. I can do. I got two more if you want. Uh, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Hey, let's do a couple more. I like this. Oh, you want to do a couple more? Uh, right. Two more. Brain feels like right. it's gonna explode yeah. after that one, but All right. yeah. Um, no money, adult. No. No money, adult. Yes. <laughs> Bro. You said yes. Yes, yes. broke kid. <laughs> the no money adult. No money adult. Like I have to like repeat it over and over again. Yeah, no again, it's adult. I'm gonna give you hard ones now because it, it's different flow of words. No the other ones, money adult. The other ones I had it to where like it was like almost a one to one, pretty much. This one's yeah. not gonna be a one to one. It seems like thinking. No I have to think about it a little bit. Adult. No money adult. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why do I know the ones you guys are struggling with? Look at that. Uh, damn, I don't get this one. No, no way Loren knows this one. No way. Don't, don't post it. Yeah, don't, don't, don't post it. Don't post it. Don't but post it yet. Let's see. No, there's no way. Text me. Money. Just at nine two, <laughs> um, adult. Hmm. I sure no, as hell no. do. <laughs> uh, let's see. Is it a comedy? Can so I get it? Stupid. Is it a comedy? Yeah. Uh, I don't. No, I don't think so. It's not. Steven, you gotta help me. Oh, that's good. Job, no, okay, so no. That's not right. <laughs> what are you doing? I can give. You, I, can, um, I can. I can give you guys a decade. Give us a decade. Yeah, two thousands. That didn't help as much as I thought it would. Yeah, that wasn't me. I was gonna ask for an actor. You shouldn't have got a decade. Uh, let's see. Um, I can give you an actor too if you want. Yeah, give, give me an actor. actor. Uh. No, Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony Mackie. Eight Mile? No, that's not the opposite of. No. <laughs> Say what was the what was the opposite was again? Thing? No money, kid, or no money, money adult. No money. I can give you someone else in the movie, but I. Uh, Anthony Mackie's in it though. Anthony Mackie is in it. Yes. I'm dying, <laughs> dude. I don't know this. All right, give me another person in the movie. I uh, um, I don't want to give you like a main character, but I will. Uh, Hillary Swank. Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby. It is. Anthony Mackie's in Million Dollar Baby. He is the boxer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> that was good. That was a good one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For some reason, I want to say blank check. <laughs> I kept saying thinking in my head. Well, the thing you said, you said yes, broke kid, and I was like, no money means broke. <laughs> I thought the opposite of no money. <laughs> Crying. <laughs> All right. Let me do you. I have two more, but I'll give you one more. Just so we can wrap it up. All right, last one. We'll wrap it up. <clears throat> this one's gonna throw you off, I think. But uh, just think about it, okay? The light surf. <laughs> this one, which would have been cheating if I were put it in there, because you guys never would have Light surf. Light surf. Uh, um. Sorry, I just inhaled water. What are you, six? Um, let's see. Surf. First word's going to be dark. Deep impact. Deep impact? I don't know. I was thinking like a big wave. <laughs> <coughs> what the? Uh, dark. Surf? What the hell is happening? You're you, you giving Andrew too much information. Here, okay, keep it keep, keep it down, Stephen. It was light, uh, light. The light surf. The light surf. Dark night. The dark night is correct. How is night in surf? 
Because surf okay. is not surf like surfing a wave. Surf is like a laborer that works for the Lord of the estate. Yeah. How are we supposed to know that? Like, That's the no, point. No, no, no. That's why I didn't put it in there for points. Oh. Should have. That, that would have been point. a difficult one. Yeah, right. that would have been a hard one. That's that's that was pretty good. That was a good. That was that was that, that is now the second that was second game. best game in our history of a podcast. I wouldn't say second. That's probably third. No game. Third. That was pretty good. Third. Definitely second. That was fun though. That that, that could second. be yeah, one that, that I could see myself playing. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. That I, I thought I was gonna do worse. I did pretty bad, but I'm pretty honestly. I like, a lot of anxiety that kicked up when he started saying it. Like, <laughs> yeah, the bad gals one. That should have been a, a, a layup for. Which one? Bad, Bad gals. gals. Bad gals. Yeah. Took three guesses to get that. Uh, all right. Well, I think we're coming to the end of our podcast. Is there anything that you, a fine gentleman, want to finish off the night with? Anything? No. I. No. I'm caught. Uh, oh, before, has any of you guys watched uh, The Last of Us? Yes. Nope. No. So I haven't started yet. I'm going to try to start it this weekend. Um, I'm, try- I'm just gonna burn through watching it. Um, I saw that it got picked up for season two, mm-hmm. so everybody's really enjoying enjoying this movie or show. That everybody's now stoked for God of War because they're like one video game adaptation did amazing. People are wanting it now. Before God of Wars even came come out or even like posted a trailer or anything, they're already in talks with making um, a Ninja Turtle. Uh, the last Ronin uh, TV show, like talking about it as a huge turtle fan. Uh, oh, snaps. You guys are talking about the Mandal. Um, oh yeah. I don't yeah. know how, I, I don't know how I feel about all, all of a sudden all these video game and all these like kind of comic adaptations coming out of out of the blue for a money grab real quick before we get out. Um, <clears throat> But how do you guys feel? Do you feel like that's a good move, or do you think it's like it should be on? Like, you think they should just start putting more and more and more out, or do you think it should be like certain stories? You know what I mean? Because like Drake's Uncharted, the story's really good, but I felt like that movie sucked. You know what I mean? Like, it, I don't think it sucked, but I don't think it didn't have what the game has. You know what I mean? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, I, I know what you're talking about for sure. I, I think it is a, it's inevitable um, because one, I think we get a lot of really good storytelling in the form of video games. Yeah, that there's a lot of good source content there, and I think it's something that most fans would be appreciative of. However, I think it's also you have to, you have to do it right if you're gonna do it. A lot of the reason that storytelling in video games works is because the player is in control and you get to make the decisions and see it playing versus the story or being told. Maybe 80 to hours of content? Mm-hmm. Maybe it has anything to do with it? That too, but um, but the way it unfolds is different than than like a, a, a show where you get to discover things or you get to open this and find this versus – and that's fulfilling versus – with a TV show or even a movie, it's got to be almost spoon fed. So one of the things I would say is if people are serious about doing it, assume that the audience is smart enough to follow without having to hold their hand. 
So the fact that you're saying that is one of the articles that brought up Mandalorian. I know we're kind of going full circle back to Mando. Let's a do lot it. of the a lot of the I know we're trying to get out of here in the next like five minutes, but a lot of the fans and a lot of non-Star Wars like heads are kind of saying, Where the heck is this season going? Like a lot of people are that I'm reading in the comments and articles are not really happy with Mandalorian saying it's going too many different directions and they mm-hmm. need to make sense of it. Do you guys feel without putting on your tinfoil hat, do you guys feel, I guess, Matthew uh, or Matt, do you feel that it's not connecting dots in being a full season? Or do you think that Mandalorian season three has been cool, but they haven't really told the story yet? Uh, well, one plus zero is not equal to, right? That's my stance on this thing. So, so what I mean by that is, even like back to like the core of your your question, I think the problem with these things coming out is not the product itself. I thought Uncharted was good uh, as a big adaptation, and I think I think what happens is there are things people dislike about these things and latch onto it so much that they forget everything else around it, and they're super impatient with the process of things. I'll give you an example of Uncharted specifically. Sure. Once Tom Holland was casted as Nathan, and once. <clears throat> Uh, Mikey Mark was solely the immediate reaction had nothing to do with the plot of anything. It had to do with their age. They're too. They're both too young. When Sony's response was, "We want them to be able to go 10, 15 years with this," that wasn't a good enough response for people that were so honed in on that feature. If them two are Andrew's age and above, then that movie is one of the best. Big game films of all time because people will receive it differently. I receive it the way as it's intended, which is this is a movie establishing these two guys who are going to take on this story, which the story of Uncharted is not some big, crazy, elaborate thing that needs to be like, yeah, stuck to. The point of it is they go treasure hunting and they find treasure and they have foes in the way. That's it. And that was a good movie for that. So then leading back to The Mandalorian is the impatience of people. Like these people like the, the the directors and 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 the writers the normies the the producers everybody they have a direction of things oh, my bad, wrong. Oh. and we need to just be patient with that direction and people just are so honed in like what they want to see versus what they get that they get mad they didn't see what they wanted to see versus thinking it's a yeah. bad show or a good show another example is kenobi people didn't see anakin the way they wanted to see him therefore they hated that show that show wasn't that bad at all, actually. It's pretty no, good. Um, yeah, and I thought it was one of the highlights. Yeah. Example of a bad show is like Book of Boba Fett, where like they did things that were almost mostly the whole basis of that show was fan service, and it was terrible. 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 There's three episodes that were good and it had everything to do with the Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't like- think I don't think the problem is like that these things are the adaptations are coming to life, like if the last run comes out for the turtles, are they gonna miss a lot of detail that was in a 15 run comic? Yeah, probably. Yeah. The same reason why they're losing out on details that were in an 80 hour storyline gameplay you did in God of War mm-hmm. or in, in in Assassin's Creed. That doesn't mean it's bad for what it is. Like some of these things, they don't have the luxury of having a 30 episode six season plotline to drive them forever. And yeah. We're in an age where original storytelling is kind of gone. There's no like original stuff coming out on the big screen. 
So if if the alternative to that is taking original written things like comic books or 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 video game stories that are originally written for these things as intended and are not adapted already, I'm all for it. It's a breath of fresh air for a new screenplay we've never seen before. So I just think yeah. people are impatient. That, that that's my thing. They're yeah, impatient kind of-, of what they want to see, but it doesn't mean the product's bad. Everything people yeah. complained about is just because they didn't they didn't see it the way they wanted to. Like even so, the Eternals for my like, like another example yeah, is like a damn good movie, but yeah, especially Eternals. They, it got me very. There's two times I've 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 backtracked my statement. Uh, Tom Hardy as Bane. I was like, I'm not watching it. Bane, he looks stupid. I'm not watching it. It's dumb. Really? And then I watched it, and it was like one of my favorite movies. Uh, the next one was Eternals. I heard so much like Eternals sucks, 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 sucks. There's nothing in it. And then I watched it, and I was like, what? Like this movie is amazing. Pulling it back, do you think, out of all the people who watch these Star Wars movies, right? We we can use my sister in law as an example. She loves Star Wars. She loves she she loves it, but doesn't know it, know it. Are these new Mandalorian, Ahsoka? Are they aiming towards the twenty percent fan base? That's like. Rewatching, breaking, watching breakdowns, talking about it on a podcast, or they more, or, or they making it for the average person who's just going to turn it on, watch it on Wednesday, and turn it off. So yeah. I think you know I what I mean. From Matt's point, especially with, when it comes to Star Wars, we've kind of beaten the dead horse with with Skywalker. Like, oh yeah, I agree with that. I feel like everything that has been addressed has been addressed. Let it's it time down. to move on so that. You have the people that are breaking every little thing down. They can still do their breakdown on this new content. Sure, it's not going to be in as depth 100%. as some of the other stuff, but it also gives a new generation a different demographic of fans to come in and rally behind it. Um, so I think, again, it has to be done carefully, and it has to be done with the idea that our, the audience is smart enough to figure it out. You don't have to spoon feed every little detail, explain what this rock at the top of a city has to do with anything, and then show yeah. it off in the next episode for absolutely no reason, just so that people can say, hey, there's that special rock. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let us figure that out by, by itself. Yeah. I think that yeah, I, 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 I the issue important. for me becomes, the question you asked, Stephen, the issue for me becomes when they pick one. <clears throat> you don't have to pick one. You don't have to care to new fans. Or old fans, you can do both simultaneously. So, like a, a, another example of like how someone could do this is like if you look at, like, look at um, the Wizarding World, right? If you gave us a Marauders TV show, you can bring new fans in through that and yeah. cater to them while simultaneously having callbacks to old mm-hmm. fans that know the, the story. Mm-hmm. Or if you, um, I don't know, pick anything really. Like, there, there's always a, a room for both to happen. There doesn't have to be either one. So I think the problem with like this, the Force Awakens trilogy and Ray's tri- the Skywalker saga stuff, mm-hmm. um, like the second tri- the second sequel, whatever it's called. Um, I think the problem with that is that they did the like they they picked one. They picked a new fan service. They didn't pick established old lore. Therefore, it conflicted with each other, and you have fifty percent of people, <laughs> or I would say 80, I would say seventy percent of people that watch that movie don't think anything negative about it. But the 30% are such diehard fans, they're the loudest about it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and if Kathleen Kennedy would have said, we can take some elements from the old that are not just fan service, like having Luke do nothing. You could bring Luke in, for example, and have Luke stay true to his character and also have this overarching, overarching thing for Ray happen at the same time without butchering Luke's character in the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem that I think failing franchises have. They're, they're trying to cater to one or the other and not both. Marvel's been able to do such a good job in the beginning establishing both. If you don't know who Captain America is, here's his origin story. If you do know who he is, here's what we're leading to in the comic book era of things in the next 10 years. Yeah. And it hooked people in. And that's the recipe that people don't understand yet, which is driving me crazy because it's such a basic thing. Exactly what Andrew just said. Assume the audience knows, and if they don't, they'll figure it out on them on themselves. And that's yeah. that's that's how you do it hand in hand. If they don't know it, they'll figure it out. If they do know it, they're going to love it. Not that only kind of that, thing. but if they don't know it, and they care about it enough, they're going to find the people that know about it and watch that content yes. to learn about yeah. it. Yes. And that's like, that's one of my biggest pet peeves in watching movies is when a director or a film writer thinks the audience is dumb and has to give you that information. Yeah, it, it, it like, is It is kind of annoying. Like when you think about, and again, Ryan Johnson, pretty controversial, but like The Glass Onion and Knives Out, oh, so, so good, good so because... Good. You're on a ride in this movie. You have no idea what's going on. There's so much yeah. misdirection that it's like, oh, I think I know how it's going to go. What it didn't, mm. uh, that kind of stuff, I feel like the Hollywood or the cinema side of things has kind of gone away from. And now it's, mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. let me cotter to you not knowing. Let me explain yeah. every little detail. It's yeah. like, don't do that. Just assume we know. And yeah, and just they're gonna figure it out. They're gonna do the research because they liked it enough to want to go figure it out, and then yeah. it's gonna be that much more when they rewatch it. Yeah, and then and then about a year later <laughs> when they're we're watching it again, they're like, "Oh, that's what they meant." Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. yeah, I I totally agree. And I I just was reading these this this article and and reading the comments, and people were just bashing it like, I was like, "Please, Star Wars, do not cater." to just tell I us do I do think though that right now they're not the the episodes are stand, very standalone ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think but, I think they could do something that connects them all together. I think they will here pretty soon. But mm-hmm. I do think people need to like take just a deep breath. There's usually yes. eight episodes we're only halfway through. If this is the foundational work, I'm okay with that. If that means the next four episodes are gonna be actual in-depth work. Like we didn't even like think about it. Moff Gideon we didn't get into him until the second to last episode yeah. of, of the first season. Yeah. And, it, and it led to that the whole time. So, yeah, I think a lot of people are upset with uh, the last like you can name like the last three big shows and they've they've had ultimate terrible endings. And I think that's what people are scared of. The fact they invested how many years into Game of Thrones and then to have the worst possible ending of all time. You know what I mean? It was just like people don't want to invest themselves, I would think, into a show and then be like, it's true. You know what I mean? So I do see their point on that. But at the same time, if you're telling me a story, I want you to tell it to me, not halfway through the story go looking at the crowd going, oh, they're not liking this. Let me change the story. And then mm-hmm. it just doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. Like, mm-hmm. I want to hear what you have to say. Which is Favreau's before. point. That's yeah. that's why Favreau is so adamant about, like, this is my vision of what I want to do. 100%. If I have control of anything, it's going to be just of this one story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I think Book of Boba Fett failed because – they had too many hands in the cookie jar. I think if yeah. if one well, person I, told me the story, I think it would have been 
not the maybe the best story in the world, but it would have been like not Power Rangers, Power Rangers, Mandalorian, Ahsoka. You know what I mean? Like, nah, Boba Fett failed for a couple reasons. Boba Fett failed first and foremost because they thought he was an untouchable character because of the fan base. They thought they true. could do no wrong with they it. wanted to. Yeah. 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 The second thing is you introduced a character like Din who is just, even when you see him, like this was something I leaned over to my wife in the last episode because they're showing all these like, and this this is kind of what I said. I said they're like dollar dollar store versions of Boba Fett that you have in this this covert. And then you see Mando and you're like, damn, he is so cool looking like, yeah. He's just like infinitely cooler than everybody on screen. Like, do you think it's kind of weird that they did that? Like, nobody else is is no, doing it's, it's anything totally, for themselves. It, He's the poster boy. Like, I'm telling you, if they want, if 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 they know it's good for them, they lock Pedro Pascal in for a deal for ten years. The fact that he's this, cl- he's on HBO Max right now, right? Last of Us. The fact that he's even that close to touching Warner Media as opposed to all Disney Media, they they need to just lock him in now before they get a hold yeah. of him at Warner. Yeah, I know I'm not hosting it, but I say this is what we ended on. Everybody say what they think right here, right here, right here. Do you think he takes his helmet off this season? No, no. You don't think he does? No. No. I'm going to go off on the limb and I'm going to put that hat on and I'm going to say, I think he does. I think he does. I think in the last episode he takes, he, he realizes, I think the role switch where he realizes it isn't what he thought it was. And then he he takes his helmet off and yeah uh, that's where I'm, that's where I'm going with it yeah that's the case he wasted the first four episodes the first the, I can two first two at least you, you have to think yeah. about the reason why his helmet came off in season two it only comes off in a couple of times they're dire moments or yeah. it's hey this is my last opportunity to see this person that I have a connection with and it means yeah. a lot. For him to take it off, it almost feels like you're it, it would water those moments down. To the point yeah. we just made, you're 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 slapping the fans that have been with you since the beginning in the face again. I, I, I sure, but if if he doesn't <clears throat> take his helmet off, I would say we're just... we're we're more likely to see the armor take her helmet off before we see Din take his helmet off again. I think so. Mm-hmm. So in public, I think to your that. point, Stephen, I could see us seeing Din by himself somewhere take his. Helmet oh yeah, yeah, that doesn't count. That I'm talking about in public, what? like he's making a de- declaration, like he's. But let's he's, hold on. Let's 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 hold on. Stephen might have a point here. The both seasons, he's taking his helmet off. He didn't take it off in in the first one. The only reason he took it off is because he had to, in front of a droid, That's, which didn't count. It's still so taken off. Yeah, still got taken off. She doesn't tell him. There's oh, and this time you're allowed to take it off. You know what I mean? But nobody was around. They can take it off in private, and and Andrew's right, like the droid thing. But the point is, if someone was off for the first time ever, to Stephen's point, he's taking it off every season so far. So far, and I, I think, I think he takes it off at the end. Maybe not at like the last episode, but I think he takes it off. I could see I could see Bo Katan winning the hearts of the covert. Mm-hmm. Her saying this is the way takes it off. Everybody else takes it off after her. Din not taking it off, saying no, I'm 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 not conforming to that. No, not see, even. I 
I think a complete opposite where, where they half of the, the children of the watch or whatever they are, uh, start following her. And then he goes the other way and he doesn't want to be a leader. He doesn't want that. And they pretty much to get out of being their leader. He just takes his helmet off. You know what I mean? And it kind of, I, I don't want to say cancel. Yeah. Eliminates himself. I think, because I don't think Mando is going to be a leader. Um, I think they push him to be to like the last possible second. And then he's like, it's not what I want. You know what I mean? I don't want this. And I, that's why that's how I think. But I do I do think he's going to take his helmet off. I think that I think they are for I think in the first episode they foreshadowed him staying home somewhere and not being a traveler anymore. Yeah. And, and just to me no 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 no. No 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 no. Not what I meant by that. To me that doesn't mean that he doesn't do anything where he's at. Just means that he settles in with people that are like and amongst him that he can protect instead of Going town to town, to me it foreshadowed the same thing of like him staying and watching over the people of Mandalore as their guardian protector, whatever they want to call it. They mm-hmm. call it if, if it's if the if the word leader or king is what they're going to call it, whatever. Mandalore. The point. Great. Point being, he is the Mandalore uh, yeah. that finally <laughs> finally settles in somewhere where he belongs and is the guy where they go yeah. to for protection. I, yeah, and I, I think that. that's what makes it work is. You're giving the guy who doesn't want the power all the power, and yeah. therefore it's not it's not corrupt. He doesn't want it. He's not seeking it. He's literally the opposite of Bo, where she wants it. She wants to be that person, but she can't. He doesn't that's want Jedi, it. That's, that's the Jedi way, man. The, yeah, he the, doesn't the, want it. Mandalore the Great was was a Jedi. He wasn't just Mandalorian. So if mm-hmm. if the saber and the Force wields it or wills it to do so, and that's what the criteria is. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. fits it almost to a T. I'm gonna be upset though if they give him like force abilities at the at the last. You know what no, I mean? I that'll happen, dude. No. I'm gonna be so mad. I'm gonna they, be like, really? They don't need to either because the Mandalorian, like everything about them as a culture, is to be able to stand up to a Jedi. That's uh, the point of them. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's no reason. There's no reason to have him touch a funky looking colored rock and give him force powers and. If they do I think, yeah, I think yeah. Grogu's there for that reason. Mm-hmm. Grogu, that's Grogu, what I think so too. Grogu fits the other half of that. If there needs to be a force wielder, they have Grogu there at their disposal. Mm-hmm. Tell you, 500 years in the future, give us Grogu. No, no, no. The, the, it only needs to be one baby in the show, and that is Grogu. We don't need uh, clone babies running no, around, I'm, I'm saying, like, punching people. That that I'm would make it fun of your temple happening. No, the, the future of Star Wars is complete no, different story, complete different time. You have like perfect poster child to to rep that cute little baby Grogu, and now he's an adult and he's super powerful, awesome. And sure. he's a Mandalorian Jedi. It'd be, even, it'd be even better. Okay, hear me out. Be even better. All right, we gotta if, wrap it up after this. If we turn to the dark side. Oh, that'd be tight. He just stabs Mando in the face just like seven times. Not what I said. Not what I said, but fair enough. All right. Well, that is our show for tonight. Thank you guys for joining us. I apologize for taking us through tinfoil conspiracy theory, but I'm telling you, I am right. I cannot wait to look you guys square in the optical sockets and tell you I told you so. If you were right, if you were right, at the end of this season, we will take shots. At the end of the season, don't speak. first off, don't speak for me. Second off, I've already poked four different holes in your theory. Um, it doesn't yeah, matter. It, 
it's Star Wars, brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Thank you. That is our show. Have a great night. Yep. Laters. Mm -hmm.